Welcome to this episode of Northwest Passages, the segment featuring passages from books or poetry with a pine scent of the Pacific Northwest. I'm your host and producer, Douglas Furr, and today we're continuing with the book, The Island's Call, a time travel adventure by Squim author Sandy Frickholm. In this passage, Gino, a modern-day astrology writer and fortune teller from Seattle, takes an unexpected time slip, which places him in 1348 on Italy's Amalfi Coast during the Black Plague. And we're honored to have the author, Sandy Frickholm herself, read her passage from The Island's Call. Gino stood in the great hall, shifting from one foot to the other. The wool leggings itched and threatened to fall down with every movement. He wanted to sit down, but what was the protocol? Now he took more notice of the room. Four large wooden chairs, elaborately carved and dark with age, sat in pairs in front of the hearth. The largest one, Signore Ottavio's probably, had a cushion of threadbare reddish damask. The long, dim room was eerily quiet aside from a distant voice or footsteps echoing from another part of the house. Gina was tempted to open the double doors leading to the loggia. The stuffy room needed airing, but he didn't want to anger Ottavio by letting in evil humors that supposedly lurked outdoors. He saw no sign of a wood supply unless they stored it inside the gigantic wooden chest at the end of the room. Could firewood be that valuable, or was something else stored there? A fancy metal lock secured the chest, and four metal straps bound each corner. A basket of sewing materials lay abandoned on the floor beside it. A couple of flies toured the 20-foot length of the room from end to end at about shoulder level. At the other end of the room, a wide board leaned against the stone wall with benches and what looked like two sawhorses pushed up against it. As Gino considered this strange furniture, a movement caught his eye. The pointed face of a rat poked around one end of the wide board, its nose twitching. Gino froze. The rat took a few steps and stopped at the foot of one sawhorse, sniffing and nibbling at a crumb on the floor. That must be the dining table, Gino thought, as the rat inched along, finding more food. The rat's body stretched to eight or ten inches long, and Gino's skin crawled as he thought of the fleas in that dark gray fur and the plague spreading through Europe. Then the rat turned toward Gino, raising its forelegs off the ground a couple of inches and sniffing the air, staring with gleaming black eyes. It crawled forward another foot and sniffed the air again, and then it ran straight toward him. With a yelp, he leaped back, looking around for some weapon. He grabbed a large floor-standing candle stand, but it weighed more than he expected and scraped loudly across the stone floor as he swung it at the rat. The rat zigzagged at the noise, then headed toward the stairs to the lower floor. As the rat scampered down the stairs, Gino shuddered. His heart pounded and he could feel his pulse all the way to his fingertips. That rat with its fleas could be spreading the plague right here in the house while Signore Ottavio worried about the dangers of fresh air. Shaken, Gino set the candle stand upright, but the frayed end of his sleeve tangled in a curly cue of iron. He yanked at it to free the sleeve, and the iron stand fell over with a crash. As he pulled it upright, he heard the scuffling of footsteps at the far end of the room. There, near the dining table, stood Signore Ottavio, with three girls peering from behind him. Gino stared back at them and realized 
that one legging had slipped down below his knees and his gown hung askew from his lunge for the candle stand. There was a rat, he said in a weak voice, pointing toward the stairs. You just heard a passage from The Island's Call, read by the author and Squim resident Sandy Frickholm. You can learn more about her, her book, and some of her other published works by visiting her website, www.sandyfrickholm.com. That's F-R-Y-K-H-O-L-M. You can hear episodes of Northwest Passages on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. and again on Thursdays at 10 a.m. right here on KSQM. Northwest Passages is a KSQM Studios production.